To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Welcome to Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, episode 113. For June 28th, 2015. Hi there. Hi. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good. I'm Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're the hosts of this podcast. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Our brains are fried. Aren't yes. you going to ask why? I know why. Yeah, because it's freaking hot. Yes, My yes. gosh. It's been hot for how many? Like, didn't they say it's been over 110 degrees for 10 days now? Well, I think it's been like 12 days. 12 days? Yes, it's been yeah. a long time. Yeah, and over a hundred for a lot longer than that. But it's been crazy. Now I know we live in Phoenix. We know we live in the desert. We're supposed to expect this, but that doesn't make it any better. I know. And a, excuse me. And a couple of days ago, um, so in was it nineteen ninety? That wasn't a couple of days ago. No, no, no. <laughs> I guess I should have completed my sentence before I started my next one. So yeah, it was the twenty sixth, I think, wasn't it? No, it's the 22nd. 22nd. So, on oh. June 22nd, and I don't remember what year it was. Was 19... it 1990? No, I don't think it was oh, 90. Well. Anyways, I don't know what year it was, so I'm sorry I'm not prepared. But it was, um, our temperature reached 122 degrees, like, mm-hmm. 25 years ago. So, do the math, whatever 25 years ago was. <laughs> I guess it would um, be 1990. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then... Two years ago, it was it reached 119 degrees. So we experienced the 119 degrees, but we didn't experience the 122. Yeah, because that's a big difference, right? Yeah. <laughs> 119 to 122. So, you know, I guess it could always be worse. But no, no. It could be Death Valley. Yes. On the hottest day of the year, running 135 miles. True. Yeah, I'll get to that later. Yeah. Yeah, but, but it's been crazy all over the place. It has. It's been weird weather, not just here, but all over. Um, our good friend Rick Moyer, Rick and Amy Moyer, who live up in Washington State, beautiful Washington State, well over 95 degrees plus a lot of humidity. Our good friend Tim Wetzel um, lives in Oregon, 102 degrees. Yep. See, Kate's going crazy. She's trying to dig into, you know, she's trying to dig a, a hole down into the <laughs> deepest part of the house here. I don't know yeah. if you can hear that, but. And then it was Friday night, I believe. Um, my son wanted to, um, oh, yeah. my son that lives in Indiana wanted to FaceTime with me. And he was out in his yard and they had so much flooding that. Yeah. Um, Torrential rains. That like halfway up there their tires on both of their cars and um and they just have you know regular sedan type cars but um like halfway up their tires it was flooded and he's out there walking barefoot (laughs) showing me how deep it is no thanks no barefoot for me not especially in the flooded water i can't see yeah but then the next day when they got up all the water had receded and they Mm. were back to normal and there was a weird looking boat in their neighborhood. It was about, <laughs> you know, 40 cubits long. There were all kinds of animals in it. 
some old guy named Noah. <coughs> and we had uh, we had a dust storm last night here. Oh my gosh, it was so cool. I was uh, working the train, you know, uh, driving the train, and Joyce uh, was up there with me. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, boom! The trees are bending, the train is bouncing all over the place, and the poor passengers are, you know, holding on for dear life. And little did they know that they were going to get a uh, a ride on the on the wildest ride in the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So it was our first dust storm of 2015. Yeah. It was pretty minor, so. I was well, glad yeah, I didn't I mean, have was, to drive. It wasn't it wasn't horrible. No. Yeah. Uh what else is going Oh, we we just we we finally saw a movie. What movie did we finally see? We finally watched Big Hero 6. Yeah. Cute movie. It was very cute. Now, I heard a lot of good things when this movie first came out, but I never added it to like my must-watch list. Mm-hmm. Um so it was on Stars um on demand. Yeah, early premiere. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So we decided to watch it, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, I should have watched this a long time ago. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed it. I did, too. I, I thought it was very cute. It was very emotional, very cute. Um, I, I, I can't wait to see a sequel. I agree. Are they making a sequel? Oh, I'm sure they will. It was a, it was a successful Disney movie. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that usually true. warrant a sequel? Yes, it does. Mm. Who's your favorite character? Um, The little boy. Hero? Yeah. Yeah. I liked Baymax. Baymax was cute. He was cute, but I liked Hero best. Yeah. I think they're all pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh, okay, there's a, there's an HBO series that we like to watch. It's called um, uh, Silicon Valley, or Silicon Valley, depending on how you want to pronounce it. And the guy who plays Ehrlich Bachman in it was the voice of Fred. Yes, I liked Fred. Yeah. And I'm not sure if I'm right about this um, Easter egg. In that mo- in, in Big Hero Six or not, but I think that when, you know, when they go into Fred's house and they see a picture of his parents, I think that was a you know an animated depiction of Stan Lee because it sure looked like Stan Lee. It did look like Stan Lee. And what was the um, the little character when the shelf fell and and you? Oh, uh, the Iron Giant. Yes. Yeah, that's that's kind of some cool things. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. So, wh- what was the you you're following this a little bit closer than I am, but Disney just announced um a few days ago something about 1 billion dollars. W- what is that all about? Yeah, so I actually read it in the Orange County Register. Um if anybody wants to read it, I shared it on our Facebook page. But um so they have um 1 billion dollars to Disney does. Yeah. Um, to invest, and I'm sorry, I kind of forgot the whole thing, but it's something to do with the taxes and that yeah, sort of I, I thing, and they're going to do Orange an Orange County wants to tax, they, they want to start taxing the, um, <laughs> excuse me, they want to start taxing the, uh, the tickets for Disneyland. And Disney is saying, if you don't tax it again, because I think that they had a, an agreement for like 60 years. With the county, not to do the taxes, not not to charge sales tax on it or something like that. And then uh, Disney is is saying now that it's expired. Um, if you continue doing that, we will uh, will reinvest one billion billion with a B dollars into the resort, which is just awesome. Could you imagine what you could do with a billion dollars? I know there's a lot you could it's do crazy. with a billion dollars. Yeah. 
But anyway, um, oh, okay. Referring to a, a comment I made a few minutes ago, um, I I just got fin- I finished uh, recording an audiobook um, for this guy named Dave Clark. Now the book is called Out There: A Story of Ultra Recovery, and th- it's an amazing book. I mean, this guy's journey is just absolutely amazing. He went from weighing uh, 320 pounds, being addicted to drugs and alcohol, to weighing 180 pounds and and being a runner. Now, you know, it sounds kind of amazing right there, but the guy did it all by himself. He tried using, you know, different programs to, to quit his addictions and stuff but and, and diets, but nothing worked. So one day he just woke up and he decided, you know, I'm going to, I'm changing. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it on my own. And he, and he started running. It's kind of like a Forrest Gump thing. He started running and he started realizing things were changing in his life. He, he didn't really, you know, concentrate on the drugs and alcohol or the food so much. He just changed his life completely. And he started running marathons and that wasn't enough for him. <laughs> he started running ultra marathons, which if you want to do some research on it, you know, look for the the Leadville, Colorado, Leadville 100, it's called. 100 miles. 100 miles. It's not like you run 10 miles today, you know, go home, come back, run another 10 miles. It's 100 miles from start to finish. No sleeping. No sleeping. No nothing. resting. Yeah. I mean, there are checkpoints where you can stop for a couple of minutes, change your shoes out if you need to, and do other things and pick up, you know, a pacer to go with you, but... Other than that, that's it. And if that wasn't enough, he competes in something called the Badwater 135, which is held in Death Valley, California, on the hottest day of the year. They run 135 miles in the hottest part of the year. These people are crazy, but when you really think about it, it it's kind of cool. It's very inspirational. Uh, The book should be available in a few weeks, and... You know, if you're interested in getting a review copy, let me know and, and, and I can get you a code. But but yeah, oh, th- this was probably one of the most, if not the most, inspirational, cool stories I have ever recorded. And what's even cooler is that they're making a movie about this guy. So that's going to be awesome. Yes, it will. Yeah. So <laughs> what's new with you? <laughs> not much. I'm finally getting my cough under control. Yeah. So... Um, so I'm happy about that. I yeah. still have it a little bit. And if I talk too much, I still cough. But yeah. it's so much better than what it was. Yep. Yep. Finally found a doctor who who knows what he's doing. And he's treating Joyce, uh, what do they call it, systemically or something? I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not, gonna, I'm not a doctor. So. Yep. But anyways, I'm feeling better. Yeah, so. feeling much better. And her, her coughing is, is much less. So. Um, oh, big anniversary. Rick and Amy Moyer just celebrated a big anniversary uh, not too long ago. I think uh, less than a week ago, maybe. Mm. So, happy anniversary, guys. Happy anniversary. We love you. <laughs> and uh, their daughter, Catherine, just graduated college. Now, I, I saw the pictures, and I was thinking, oh, wow, that's cute. She's graduating high school. And Joy said, no, it's college. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Time flies. I know. It does fly. Congratulations, Cat. Yes, congratulations. Yeah, and we have some birthdays to celebrate uh, for May and June. And I'm not sure if we actually, you know, talked about some of the ones in, in May or not, but uh, I'm going to say them again anyway. And if, you know, if we've missed your birthday, 
uh, give us a holler. You know, send us an email and say, "Hey, it was my birthday," or "Hey, it was this person's birthday," and and we'll shout it out on the on the show. But uh, for for June, our good friend Robert Dapps, Mister Dapps, is, is celebrated a birthday a couple weeks ago, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, our good friend James Herring celebrated a birthday. I think he's like. 23 or 24 years old now, something like that. I think so. <laughs> and uh, Jade Moyer celebrated a birthday. Jade is uh, Ricky and puppy. Amy's puppy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then in May, um, uh, Robert's uh, Robert's uh, wife, uh, Lauren, Lauren Dapps, Mrs. Dapps, uh, celebrated her birthday. And our really good friend, uh, Ragtime Robert, who we just had on the show just not too long ago, matter of fact, a couple weeks ago. Yep. Uh, celebrated his birthday and our good friend Ben Galejos good friend of the show celebrated his birthday in May so we're going to sing happy birthday okay oh well you're going to sing happy birthday I'm just going to say happy birthday All right. happy birthday to you all happy birthday to you all happy birthday to our dear friends Happy birthday to you all. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being such good friends, people. Yes, thank you. All right. uh, So what else is going on in your neighborhood? Oh, well, you had mentioned that um, that I had posted that article Mm -hmm. on on Facebook and Twitter a couple days ago. Well, then yesterday I found an accompanying article that... um, those also from the Orange County Register that talked about some enhancements that were going to be made. And oh my gosh, did this start an <laughs> unconfirmed rumor? Um, <laughs> and you know how I feel about rumors. Yes. So it yeah. was. Um, it was somewhat. Well, he lives here in in Arizona, and um, he's a recent fan of Disneyland yeah. and. He listens to this sci-fi type Star Wars podcast, yeah. and and they reported on something that. Well, I'll let you take over. Yeah, and finish. A, okay. Yeah, lecture time. Now, now we're not saying that that this friend of ours is the one starting the rumor because he's he's not. He's just saying you know what this he, he, this other um, reputable podcast w- was saying. What and it, it just kind of blows my mind. They're saying that. Because of all the renovations that Disney is planning on doing, that Indiana Jones in Disneyland is being removed. They're going to remove it and, and do a parking lot or something? Yeah, and I said, no way. Indiana Jones is always busy, and yeah. it's always, you know, it's a popular... And then I asked if it had been confirmed by Disney, and of course, it well, has not. No, it wasn't. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, we're not going to go on too long about this, because I refuse to... I refuse to... To um, you know, encourage any kind of rumor mongering at all, especially when it comes to Disney or Disneyland. It, this is not this is not substantiated. Supposedly, the, the the podcast people said that this this came from a very reliable Diz Insider source that that Disney was planning on getting rid of of uh, Indiana Jones. Now, until it, it's official, until it comes from Disney itself. It's just a rumor, and it should not be spread. Okay, it shouldn't be spread. When somebody with, with somebody with some kind of authority says, "This comes from a reputable source from a Disney insider," source your 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 insider. Okay, don't just say that because that's garbage. 
That's garbage, and it's just a rumor. This is how stuff happens, and it's not right. No rumors, please. You know how I feel about rumors. Yep. They're bad. <laughs> Unless it's a Fleetwood Mac album called Rumors, then that's okay. But yeah. Anyway, I'm done with that. You know, it's it's not substantiated. In fact, you know, Joyce and I uh, contacted somebody that we know that that has kind of an ear in there, and and they said no, they 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 haven't heard anything. Um, so until it becomes fact from Disney, please don't spread it. Thank that's you. Right. All right, I'm off my soapbox. Okay. We got another freestyling episode for you. How fun. It is going to be fun. Yeah, we've got five new questions. Actually, we've got four questions and then one question from a good friend of the show, which is kind of interesting. So that'll be fun. <laughs> so what else have you got to say? Um, Let's get on with the show. All right. <laughs> Freestyle in, freestyle in. Time for tales from the mouse house. Freestyle in. <laughs> you like that? I do. <laughs> okay, like I said, we've got five questions that uh, that we're going to discuss, and we'd like to hear your answers as well. If you want to send those to us at talespodcast at cox.net, we'd love to hear what your answers. Joyce, what's the first question? Okay, so here we go. In light of Disneyland's recent announcement about spending $1 billion to expand, if you had $1 billion to spend in expanding the Disneyland Resort, what would you add or improve? Hmm, what a good question. Well, uh, I would remove the Innoventions attraction. Nobody seems to like it anyway. But I'd remove that. I would remove that building, that whole area over there, and I'd put in some sort of Marvel Universe attraction, you know, where all the superheroes from the Marvel Universe would have some sort of ride or or maybe an interactive attraction like, um, you know, with uh, Ant-Man coming out. There could be like a, an area where you would shrink down to the size of an ant and explore, you know, all the things like from Ant-Man. Or maybe you could ride through the, you know, outer space in Guardians of the Galaxy, that type of thing. I, I, I think that I'd like to see that. That would be very interesting. Yeah. What about you? So what would you do? What I said is I would start off by renovating Tomorrowland. Um, mm. The first thing I would do is transform Space Mountain into Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. And then I would use the People Mover track for a Wally-inspired attraction. Mm -hmm. Um. I would also change the Interventions building, but I wouldn't demolish it. I would transform it into a Tron team. I can talk a mm. Tron themed building. So with the the cycles that maybe you could ride and things like that. Wow! And then I would update um, the Buzz Astro Blaster in tribute of the 20th anniversary of Toy Story. <laughs> and then the next thing I would do, and this is over in. Um, fantasy land i would transform the skyway to tomorrowland chalet into a frozen attraction oh yeah that's pretty good like an ice skating rink or something i was thinking more maybe like a, a restaurant meet and greet oh yeah something like that wow it's the perfect um you know it's already themed yeah so that's pretty good thanks <laughs> you win <laughs> <laughs> okay so 
We all know it's hot outside. Bloody hot. Pretty much everywhere in the western half of the country. So, you're at the Disneyland Resort and temps are soaring over California. <laughs> See what I did there? Soaring <laughs> over California? You like that? I do. What's the first attraction you would make your way to? Well, anyone that's listened to the show knows that the first attraction that we ride, whether it's hot or cold outside, rainy or sunny, is Soarin' Over California. <laughs> so I said that, you know, I would head over to Soarin' mainly because, you know, it's just a tradition for us, but most of the queue is inside. Yeah. How about it, you? Yeah. Well, I said Splash Mountain. Ah. With a fast pass, of course. And, you know, I'd get a fast pass. You'd get a fast pass. Then we go <laughs> over and over and over. But, I mean, really, I mean, Splash Mountain is the best ride when it's really, really hot. We've done that. How many times have we done that when oh, it was really hot? Uh, and, and, and again, you know, if you've listened to the show, you know that's one of my very favorite rides in the whole wide world. Um, I love to sit in the front and get, you know, soaked. And Joyce likes to sit right behind me and, you know, use me as a human shield. <laughs> I do. Yeah. But we've got a video. Oh, I forgot about that video on YouTube. Mm -hmm. The uh, Splash Mountain video. And you can hear me. <laughs> you can hear when, when we hit that one. Uh, before we come to the, big, to, to the big drop, there's a couple smaller drops. And one of those drops, depending on how high the water level is in, you know, inside the attraction... When you come down, that water will just come right over the side of the, the canoe. And you can hear me go, whoa, or something like that. It was pretty funny. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. Okay. What's next? So next question. If you had to get rid of one attraction at the Disneyland or Disney California Adventure Resort, which one would it be and why? You know, I had a very difficult time with this question because I love everything pretty much the way it is at Disneyland. But I would have to say over in uh, California Adventure, I would get rid of the Golden Zephyr because, you know, at least every time that we've been there, it was either closed for repairs or something was happening or there were no lines at all. I don't think we've ever really seen anybody in that uh, attraction. Um, maybe they could put like another viewing area for World of Color or or maybe some other corn dog stand <laughs> oh i'm sorry where were we oh yeah how about you uh what would you get rid of so i said i would get rid of astro blaster <laughs> you know what what ragtime robert wouldn't be very happy with you he I loves know. that ride i know i'm sorry but and it is like when you see the tomorrowland sign and then you know right behind oh, it it's yeah. like that it's very iconic but i would I would still get rid of it. I would transform it into something else, but yeah. I don't know. The seats to me, it's not, it's not comfortable. Um, no, it's not. It, it, I mean, it really is. It's it's a it's an attraction for little kids. Yeah, I felt like I was going to fall out of it the only time I rode it. That's because we rode together, and you you sat on my lap. Now, if you've seen pictures, you know I'm not a small person. I I'm you know. Ex football player likes a lot of corn dogs. You do the math, and Joyce sat on my lap. So, she, and I, I, I honestly can't believe that they allowed that. I know because I you were either. not in the cart. Uh -uh. You our car. You were kind of out of it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they allowed it anyway, and yeah, the whole time she's white knuckling. It's like 
Yeah, and I've never ridden it since. Yeah. So. No, neither have I. Yeah. Okay. So, happiest haunts tour or holiday time at Disneyland tour? And why? I said the happiest haunts. Oh, how come? It's just a fun tour, and Halloween is one of my favorite times to visit the resort. You want to say why? Why is it my favorite yeah. time? Probably because it was like the first time that I went to Disneyland with you. It was themed for Halloween. and Well, not right away. It, it, it was like two days after we got there. Well, yeah. But most of the time yeah. we were there. And then we did the Happiest Haunts tour, and it was just so much fun. Not that first year. We didn't do the Happiest Haunts tour in 2007. Oh. We didn't do that until like 2010, I think. Oh. Well, it's still my favorite. (laughs) How about you? Yeah, I said Happiest Haunts tour. Uh, I I love the Christmas holidays at Disneyland, and I do love that holiday time Disneyland tour. Uh, If you're going to, you know, if you're going to do, if you can, I I would recommend both of the tours. But, um, you know, the the Christmas time or the holiday time tour is special in its own way. But like Joy said, the Happiest Haunts tour, it just, you know, something about the holiday, I mean, the the Halloween season at Disneyland, just, it's, it's, I don't know, it's extremely fun. And that tour was a blast. It was so much fun. And uh, I think, you know, maybe that's the difference, okay? The holiday tour is very businesslike, you know, and you get you get the uh, the history of some of the holiday traditions and, you know, Walt's love for Christmas and stuff. But the Happiest Haunts tour is just a gag reel. <laughs> it's fun. You yeah. know, they put on this this show for you and you get to do all kinds of fun things. And I just, I, I like it. And it does remind me of our first visit to Disneyland. I just think the Happiest Haunts tour rocks. And if you're going to do... Okay, okay, let's do it this way. If you're going to line up the next few years of Disneyland vacations, your first one should be the Happiest Haunts Tour, and then the holiday one, and then walk and waltz and, and go on and from there. Yeah, and another reason why I like it so much is they they tell you a story. It starts at the beginning of, yeah. of the tour, and I don't want to give anything away. But it starts at the very beginning, and then they end the story on your last attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a good storytelling type of of tour. And you do get a lot of history, too, mm-hmm. of Halloween traditions. Yep. Like, de, de, de Mortor. Okay, I don't know how to pronounce that. Yeah, is that the, not to get, like, way sidetracked on this, but is that the tour where we met Frank and Tim? It is. It That's is. That's what I thought. Yeah, our, our uh, we we met uh, Frank and what what does Tim go by Frank and no Frank goes by Frank and Barry <laughs> something like that. I don't no, know Frank and Barry. I don't know but uh, yeah we met them and uh, oh they're the ones that gave us the uh, the fifty uh, yeah the when, Mickey Mouse ears from the fiftieth anniversary mm-hmm. Tim gave us those when, yeah very cool when he was moving yep yeah so, so cool but yeah it was just fun yeah. I think all the tours are remarkable, and I would highly recommend all of them. But, you know, Happiest Haunts, number one. (laughs) Yep. Okay. This freestyling question comes from our good friend, Jeff B., and deals with food recipes. Mm, So here we go. Would you give Disneyland one family secret recipe for everyone who visits the resort to try 
even if your family found out, it would mean that you were dead to them. <laughs> dead to them. You're dead to me, man. Oh, I'd have to say yes. I mean, seriously, why not? Why not share something that good with Disneyland so that Disneyland can reach potentially millions of diners? If your family has problems with it, well, you still have your Disney family, right? And you have us. That's right. I, I, I think. But, you know, honestly, I'm not sure I know of too many families that would, you know, get their panties all bunched up if you gave away a secret family recipe. I think some would. Yeah, so what do you think? What, what would you do? I said yes. Um, Even, you know, your mom's recipe for what is it, monkey bread or whatever that is? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I said yes. I would. I would because, like, my parents are the ones that introduced me to Disney. So to say, hey, mom and dad, <laughs> I give this recipe to Disney. So now we're going to be, like, forever in the immortalized of, yeah. yeah and you know i think they would be okay with it but mm-hmm. i wouldn't do it unless they gave me a lifetime annual oh, pass oh i see and if you, if your mom gave you trouble then say you can't you have no right to say anything to me you got me hooked on disney that's right <laughs> it's your fault man i know and you wouldn't buy me a lifetime pass so i had to get that's somebody right. to do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's our that's our five questions. If if uh, you'd like to share your answers with us, we'd love to hear them. Yes, we would. Last season, the citizens of Chester's Mill were blinded by the light. A wall opened up and a butterfly to fight. Julia and Junior are trapped across a ravine. Big Jim is closing in, and Melanie is alive? Only Wayne and Troy at the Under the Dome radio podcast can help you figure out what in the hell is going on here. Tune in this summer to Under the Dome Radio. Well, that's episode 113 wrapped up in a holy cow, it's getting hot here recording studio. Hey, if you have any interesting Disney stories, we want to hear about them. You can send those to us at talespodcast at cox.net. And have you checked out our sponsor, Randy Crane from Mouse Your Vacations? I did. Me too. And you guys really should too, especially if you're thinking about taking a vacation. Now, Randy's a great guy and loves Disney as much as we do. So if you're looking for an honest travel agent who can get you the best deals on just about any vacation, give Randy a shout. You can find him at randyc.mouseyourvacations.com. And you can read about him on our sponsor page at www.talescast.com. And don't forget to check out... Oh, heck, subscribe to our YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash Podcast. We post all kinds of fun videos there, like the ones we talked about. There's even one from the Happiest Haunt Store. You don't want to not go there. You know why? Why? Because then you won't see those cool videos I just talked about. <laughs> Duh! You can hear our show on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to all your favorite shows directly from your smart devices. On demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Why not? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com or in your app stores. Stitcher, smart radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. 
You can also catch the latest episodes of our favorite shows on Stitcher, podcasts like Stories of the Magic, Take Him With You, Inside the VoiceOver Studio, and more. And be sure to follow us on Twitter for any cool updates or announcements. You can find us at Tales Podcast. And did you know that we have a Facebook page? We do. We sure do. Just go to Facebook and search for Tales from the Mouse House Podcast. And be sure to like us while you're there, please. And if you'd like to submit a review of a Disney movie, or maybe an attraction or restaurant, we want to hear about them. And please, how about hopping over to iTunes and leave some feedback and ratings for the show. Your positive feedback and ratings would help push the show up. So, if you like the podcast, why not tell everyone so they can like it too? And this would sure make the show be found easier. As always, if you'd like to send us a comment or just say, Hi, pal! You can send us an email to talespodcast at cox.net, leave us voicemail on the hotline at 304-TALES23, send us a tweet or message on Facebook, or just think happy thoughts our way. This podcast is copyright 2015 by Storyteller Audio Productions. All Disneyland music and related materials remain the property and copyright of the Disney Company. Thanks for tuning in and welcoming us into your homes. And remember, make it a Mickey day. Silly. Who, me? Yes, you. Okay.